Welcome to the second season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That sounds like the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle. And hey, we'll even have some time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the host of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's let's get get this show on the road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. Yes, welcome back for another edition. Episode 26, am I right? Episode 26 of season two. Yeah, we're getting close to ending out another season and going into uh, season three, where we'll change a little bit of format, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a but we're still going to give it everything we got. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, we wouldn't be here without some of our sponsors. That's right. And uh, as I uh, chew some candy, sorry about that. Nice. Uh, here's an episode today in season two is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. Give them a call if you're having trouble with a property claim and your insurance is just not cooperating. They'll make sure that your insurance uh, represents you the way they agreed to. Once again, that's Precise Public Adjusting at 817-992-5040. And as always, let them know that Pop Culture Elevator sent you. I'm a little jealous of that candy, you know? I, I can't have any candy right now, and I'm just like, that looks good. It's like when my kid asks, can I have some candy? And I'm like, can I have some candy? Yeah, it's like, if I have candy, that means you get candy. That means you don't go to sleep. So uh, how about you learn to handle it? It's also, it's also like being a teacher. Every, like, gift they give you is food-related. Which yes. I'm not bothered by. Like, I can take oh, gifts. But, you, but I'm, in, I'm on this diet. You're so. on the diet. Yeah, no, I just, I just and remembered. Like, and, like, here's the biggest part to me, man. So I get an email on Friday mm-hmm. from On the Border, which is, like, right now On the Border is one of my more favorite chain restaurants right yeah yeah and the email is like hey man you've been selected to get a year of free queso and i was like you sons of bees that's zuckerberg's fault Uh, he knows you're on a diet (laughs) and then you're like keep sending messages i'm on a diet all these posts and so they send a message over there on the border like this guy it's a coupon day (laughs) (laughs) no but like i was like well okay well you know this whole thing i'm gonna i'm gonna be on this for a little bit but not on this for like a whole year so i'm like but i'll definitely be using that uh free queso oh when i do get to it you know it'll just be give me till like october and in october i'll be like down to the weight i want to be at maybe not october maybe august i'll Mm -hmm. be down to the weight i'm at and i'll be like first meal i'm having is chips and queso that's it. Not nothing else. Whole bold myself. No one else. No. Um, not oh, really. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that I got that. And then at the same time, it's like kids give you stuff. And so one kid brought me a jar 
full it's like a jar like this big you guys can't see it's oh just a mason, like a mason jar, jar. Yeah. full of candy and i was like oh that's so sweet of you that's so cool i can't eat any of this <laughs> you and mother the, trucker and then another, <laughs> another kid gave me uh Oh gosh, what'd they give me? Oh, the kid gave me $20, $10 to Subway and $10 to Sonic. And I'm like, you want me to be healthy and you want me to be unhealthy at the same time. But no, it was great. I was perfect. Right in the middle. It was perfect. <laughs> you know what? And these are things. Good thing gift cards don't usually have an expiration date. They used to. So back used in the to. day. Naughty can't do that anymore. Can't do that. So it'll go with my stash of other gift cards that people have given me, and that's nice. Hey, let's get off this. We are on yeah. the HBO Max film that's also in theaters, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Angelina Jolie vehicle directed by Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan, of course, wrote Hell or High Water, Wind River, Sicario, just to name a few. And these are all high-profile films. I mean, Sicario is brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hell or High Water is good. Wind River is good. You know, she's made these really good films, but then, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm going to go right off the bat. I'm going to right okay. off the bat, I'm going to say, I enjoyed the film enough that I watched it and didn't dislike it. But for mm -hmm. a high profile, uh, maybe it's because this is like one of his first or second films he's actually directed. Um, it wasn't as good as, say, Sicario, where like that's uh, my, yeah. if you wrote Sicario and then you wrote Those Who Wish Me Dead, you're going from, top tier to mid tier yeah um for me okay so there this movie has a whole bunch of cool things that keep your attention the actors the like the visuals and like like certain little events but essentially what what i want to equate this to is this this movie is a netflix trailer it gives you a way like 80 percent of the movie of a movie that's that should be better for the actors that are in it. Oh my god! And this thing is huge. It's a it's a huge actor vehicle. Yeah, exactly. It has a whole bunch of great actors. It's got it's got really cool sequences, but it's like, why did this happen? You know, so, <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I think the character building could have been better. Uh, like way better because look, we've got uh, Angelina yeah. Jolie, you've got John yeah. Berenthal or Berenthal, you've got uh, Aiden Gillen, you've got uh, Nicholas Holt, um, and then even Tyler Perry makes an appearance in this. Movie. Right, and I actually kind of liked him, and I thought, I mean, obviously he was underutilized. Well, it felt like maybe this connected to a bigger universe. Exactly, the other twenty percent of this movie <laughs> well, like, that's missing. Well, like maybe it's like, oh, this is gonna be like more movies based in this universe, and we'll know more about Tyler Perry's Arthur, yeah, yeah, um, character. Uh, but like, okay, I wanted to know more. I, Angela, they gave us enough of Angelina Jolie's character development. I thought that was okay. Mm. It was okay. Uh, yeah, it yeah. wasn't amazing, but they gave me enough that I was I cared about her. Uh, but yeah. like John Barenthal, I wanted more. Mm. I wanted more from Aiden Gillen. I mean, we got. It's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. And and the Punisher. Yeah, and then you got the Punisher. Yeah, John Barenthal from Walking Dead and the Punisher. Although I will give him this. Ever since The Walking Dead, it's been really hard for me to look at John Barenthal and not, like, dislike him. <laughs> well, I again, I fell off in, like, season seven. So is that after that? No, dude. He, he died in, like, season two. Uh, oh, he's the best friend at the he's beginning. He's the best friend Sorry. at the beginning. Yeah. It's been so long, I kind of, like, have excused myself from Walking Dead no, since okay. season seven. So it's a little uh, but, rusty right now. So, you know, unfortunately, 
Uh, but yeah, I tried to like him. It's hard to like him, but this movie made me like him a little bit more. And and I have mm-hmm. not gotten to The Punisher. It was something on my list, but since I heard, by the time I was about to watch it, I heard that they were maybe rebooting The Punisher or redoing uh, it with him in it for Marvel. Hmm. Uh, I was kind of like, uh, maybe I'll wait and see what happens. Like, I don't really want to see. I mean, I liked his Punisher. I mean, it's, uh, well, I liked him in Daredevil season two. Yeah. Season two. I really I liked, liked him in Daredevil season two a lot. But uh, that's what made me start watching The Punisher. But I didn't watch The Punisher. I didn't watch a lot of those shows just because uh, Jessica Jones was so fantastic. Yeah. And Daredevil was so fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but John Bernthal won me over in this. Uh, uh, the uh, performance from Beast, Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Holt. I, was lacking. Okay. Uh, and Jake Weber's uh, plot line was lacking. Nicholas Holt's character, Patrick. So he's one of the hitmen. Yeah. Okay, let's go over this really quick. You got go Angela Jolie, who used to be a fire jumper, right? She jumps in from the airplanes to help take out fires, uh, to help fight forest fires. I think she rescues people because it's yeah. like, what are you doing, flying into the bucket of water? <laughs> right. So they rescue people. She wasn't able to rescue these three kids. Uh, the wind wasn't red right, and uh, it, they had to run from the fire. And it's been haunting her ever since. Pretty yeah. um, standard, like, something happened in my past plot. Yeah. Um, and she hasn't gotten over it, and they, bl- they needed a scapegoat, so they blamed it on her instead of yeah. blaming it on themselves, the yeah. higher-ups. And so she's been put into a uh, uh, fire watch, right? Fire watch. Uh, fire yeah, watch tower. which is basically a punishment. Yeah. So she's in this tower, but she doesn't care. She believes she deserves the punishment. And she um, likes the silence, I think. Right. Uh, lightning even tries to get her twice. Yeah, that's one of the first uh, things. Uh, actually, so the op- the opening of this movie is is them talking about the the numbers or whatnot, and it's it doesn't even like we don't even see the bad guy like be like go get him or like oh he knows something about these numbers or somebody being like oh well you know we hired this man to do a job but he's probably going to leak this to the press nothing it's just people are kind of like showing up people at people's houses and um, we get a kaboom at. One of, I guess, is, I'm assuming one of his. Uh, it was the uh, it was uh, the DA colleagues. Oh, okay, the DA. It was the DA, and he worked for the DA. The, okay, so there's yeah. a guy Jake Weber who works. For, uh, I'm sorry, the actor is Jake Weber. Guy named Owen. Uh, the only thing I recognize him from was Dawn of the Dead and Meet Joe Black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so Dawn the, of the Dead, uh, there was a picture. The, boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you got uh, Owen, and Owen is a. Uh, He's a forensic accountant. Yes, forensic accountant. He finds something major, and the D takes the <laughs> DA. The DA, uh, which we don't even know what it we is. We don't know what it is. We have no clue. He just sees boom, and he starts running. You. Yeah, it is just, and then he, but he writes it down. And he's like, "These are all my lies, or these are all my yeah. mistakes." And uh, right. but we don't get to see the letter. Nothing. Because you'd give it to your son so that he becomes a target. Exactly. Instead of just emailing it to the press. Uh. And so, <laughs> basically, from there, it's running, and these two guys, uh, Nicholas Holt's character, Patrick, and Aiden Gillen's uh, character, Jack, and they're yeah. going through, and they basically have to play faceless men who take out people. And uh, It's interesting, because you think maybe Jack, Aiden Gillen's character, you think maybe yeah. he's... Uh, no morals he'll kill anyone but like late he, like kill, he kills the baby like obviously they blow up the house with the with the kid in it and 
you know there's a baby there because you hear oh, that's the baby okay yes okay. that's what i was talking about earlier i mean he didn't kill the baby the explosion sure killed the baby not just but he even like he even apologizes <laughs> like, to uh patrick he's like i'm sorry we yeah. had to do that like which i liked that uh, whenever killers so, kind of got standards i mean he still he did it anyways kind of does like that, that I poor they intended for it to happen though the poor woman woman who drives up and she's like is everything all right and he's like yeah and then he shoots her in the head and i'm just like why did she have to die like no like, witnesses bro i guess yeah but uh that's what gets them real screwed with the cops is the cops find the car with the woman in it real fast but yeah anyway they're trying to find this guy because uh, he's part of the DA thing. He found something in there. So the guy writes, Owen writes down all of his stuff, gives it to his son, knowing that he's probably going to die. In, at some sketchy motel now that they've run for a little bit. And, of course, they're driving through, and Jack and Patrick are two steps ahead, and they take out the the guy, they take out the father, the, but the father's smart enough to have his kid, like, get down under the seats. Now, 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 now wait a minute. We we're kind of, like, missing out on, like, a, where we're talking about some cool sequences that I'm like, this is completely unnecessary. But it's uh, it's basically they're, like, hounding Angelina Jolie. It's like a friendly hounding band. Oh, the whole, the whole thing where they're at, like, training. And they do base jump out of a freaking truck. And I'm like, that is so dumb. That, like, I, they, they just speed down a highway, and she opens a parachute. She's up in the air for, like, five seconds. I'm like, I mean, this is just dumb. Like, how long does it take to, like, pack a parachute for you to use it like that? Well, and on and, top of that, what if y'all get a call? And uh, But there's just so much, like... Uh, it's the like, second time she's cool done that. First. And, like, last year she did it before. And, and they're so they've just, been taunting her to do it, right? They're just trying to show you that she doesn't care about herself anymore. Yeah, I guess, but but also there's uh, there's some other things that happen. Like basically, it's a lot of a lot of bravado. Uh, like uh, there was this bar scene, and uh, it, it there's no confrontation or anything. It just straight up cuts to this guy just being like, <laughs> "That's your boyfriend." Oh, that made no and sense. I'm, and I'm just like, "Why is that there?" And like, uh, I mean, he's just trying to nag that girl to like leave her boyfriend yeah. for the night or whatever. But but I'm just like, wow. Like, uh, and the guy, she's like, he's trying to quit smoking, and he's pissing him off that he's just picking up a cigarette. Oh, that's the best part. They're like, he's like, got a vape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care about that. But I mean, like, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. We would go on this cigarettes, sure. But I don't want cancer, so that's like, all right, shame all you want. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just like, that is just so dumb. But uh, anyways, there's that. That's just there's just some weird stuff that happens where. There's no context for these scenes, and I'm just already like, what's happening here? Um, other than the fact that there are like interesting scenes that are like, okay, that was fun to watch, but again, where's the context? Uh, and anyway, so we get past all this. Well, there could have been stuff that was scene. cut out for it's like an hour and yeah. forty minute, forty five minute movie, something like that. It could have yeah. been cut down to about an hour and a half. It could have been cut down to like an hour, but. Uh, yeah. No. So so. Anyways, like we get past all this, and uh, you know the 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 son is or the son is given the letter, and now they're trying to get to uh, the press, right? They're yeah, trying get- he's trying to get to the press, and the kid is so like, yeah, the kid gets out. They think maybe he died in the car crash because the bullet was hailed with bullets, you know. And- yeah. Well, uh, so we kind of skip where like 
Pat and Jack are uh, like, like uh, Pat is up on a hill and he's like got his sniper and it's like, oh man, he's going to shoot the wrong person. Then he's like, all right, I'm going to tap and type this yeah. into my computer and run the license plate. Nope, not him. And <laughs> and uh, also Jack is complaining like, we need two teams. We need two teams, right? Right. And, uh, and the, uh, <laughs> then uh, finally they see that uh, – you know, act, their actual target is coming on them and they shoot a bunch of bullets instead of, like, using that sniper that Pat uses to, you know, shoot a guy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so they do the dramatic <laughs> spraying of bullets and uh, they go off of, into a ravine. Uh, and, yeah, so uh, the, the dad doesn't have a gun, right? And he's like, take this letter and go hide behind that tree there. And uh, tells them what, uh, like, uh, streams lead to rivers and rivers lead to towns. Just follow them, right? Yeah. It, you know, from here, he goes on. Angelina Jolie finds him. There's some cool sequences, of course, like Angelina Jolie having to jump mm. out of her yes. uh, out of her fire watch tower because so lightning is hitting it. And she burns her hands, like, has all the rope string in her hands and all that. She has to pull out. Yeah, and I mean, she's in a wooden tower. Yeah, and she goes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know why she had to jump out, but maybe because things would explode in there. Uh, well, it would zap all the electronics, and I mean, I hear that if you're like within like 15 feet of a lightning strike, that it might electrocute you too. But you're 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 surrounded by an insulator. Yeah, you know, but like that's why cool they have lightning sequence. rods. It was a cool looking sequence, but it was dumb. And on top of that, she falls like 30 feet let's call it 25 and uh, i mean i know she's laura croft and I'm, I'm a little bitter because i thought this would be the laura croft that we didn't get on the last on the last uh rendition but uh yeah she falls lands like flat on her back she should be dead no because she did not fall from 30 feet she held the rope for most of that and then fell probably 15 feet maybe maybe 10 it wasn't that Far after she fell, that believed that she says like the stilts are twenty feet high, and so she jumps from her own height over no, the rail. She grabs the rope the first, and then the rope burns her, and she lets go. <laughs> Great! I just still think that it would have cracked her head. Anyway, she also gets <laughs> struck by lightning later. And That's right. She actually gets struck by lightning. I mean, it was which... it was like a graze, but it goes through her foot and then up her back. Which I really uh, actually liked that technique of them crossing the field during a lightning storm. That, that was, was cool. That was educational. That was cool. There were some cool scenes. Look, this movie is full of cool scenes. You're right. The movie is enjoyable enough to sit through it and not feel like you you wait. I don't feel like I wasted my time. You do, but I do. I, uh, this is big for me. I don't like Angelina Jolie. I don't. I don't care for her movies. Which is funny because of what you're gonna say next. What? Because did you actually like this movie with her, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the movie enough to watch it. I don't think it was the best movie ever. And yeah. and do I, uh, you know, like later on you'll hear my recommendation. But uh, you know, it, it was fine. And the rest of the movie is like, let's get away from this stuff. And then all of a sudden, Jack and Patrick light a giant fire and start a forest fire that they <laughs> have to get away from. And also the fact that. John Bernthal's cop character has a wife uh, played by, uh, let's see, I wrote her name down somewhere, Medina uh, Sanghor as Allison. She, I guess she's in a show called uh -huh. Happy. Uh -huh. But um, 
Allison's is. pregnant, and so she's like, she's cool. Allison's character's cool. She she's goes cool out there character. with the horse and the gun. She, she, she runs a survival school. She takes out uh, Jack in Gillen's character, Jack, in the most the, be- the best way. <laughs> Just so good. They're sitting there both trying to load their gun fast enough to. That that was kind of cool. That was really fun. Um, and then, but I was also kind of annoyed because you would think he's a professional that he would be he ready. Would know how many bullets he's firing? Sure. Uh, yeah. I think he was just flustered. I think he got really flustered by everything happening. I, I'm going to go with that, but I'm, I'm not it's, justifying anything. There are some silly things yeah. that happen in the movie for sure that you have to you have to have a certain uh, suspense of of bel- disbelief, suspense of disbelief, belief, whatever yeah. you call it. Um, Anyway, the rest of the movie is just that they go towards the fire. They have, you know, they fight Patrick in an awesome. I thought the scene with Patrick that and them fighting, cool. and she was using a pickaxe or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So it reminded me of Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I, say that might be the best sequence there. That whole fight scene, and then he's like, "I love it." Patrick's like sitting there dying, and he's like, "Kill me now." She's like, "No, I'm gonna let the fire do it." Yeah, because he was just saying the exact same thing to her. Yep. Like, hey, why don't you come out where she can suffer? You yeah. know, trying to get the kid, uh, Ethan no, Connor. No, Connor, yeah. Played by and, Finn Little. Yeah. I've and, never heard of anything he was in. Yeah, same. <laughs> so He was good. Uh, he was fine. He wasn't amazing. He was fine. Yeah. Well, Better for, than Jake Lloyd in Star Wars. Exactly. And then for, for the <laughs> script in the movie, like, and all my complaints, he, he did a great job with his part. Yeah, I have to say, good. yeah, and uh, I'm just like, all right. And in fact, I would say he did better than any of the big name actors did with their parts. And I'm, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, they, I feel like they just use the gravitas that each actor had. So like John Berthold, he's just like, go on, baby. You know, I came in here with all this, uh, you know, big talk about how badass I am, but I can't even save you from one guy. And uh, please go. Oh, live on without me. So let's talk about him for a second, because Ethan <laughs> Ethan comes in to save the day and gets shot a bunch and basically isn't going to make it. And not at all. Uh, Allison finds him up inside the Firewatch place where he just got shot up, and uh, he can't move. And she's like, "Well, let's just go sit out here." And he's like, "No, go save yourself." And she's like, "No, if you're going to die, I'm going to die with you." I'm like, "You got a baby. You got a baby. Like, get the heck." She's like, "No, that fire's coming up too fast. We cannot run it." What? It's going yeah, the opposite yeah. way of where you, it's coming yeah. this way. You don't go this way with your horse. What are you, you doing? You have legs. You have legs. You have a brain. And, and then you find out that they sat there with, uh, with gas, mask gas masks on and just they waited for it to pass. I was that, like. Oh, yeah. Again, in a wooden tower. Oh, my the, the gosh. The wooden tower was unaffected well, by a big blaze. Apparently, the fire changed winds. Oh, we're hearkening back to the beginning of the movie now. Uh, the fire changed oh, the, winds. And, the winds have changed. But, but they're like, oh, we need a med. I love that, that part. The medvac. We need to get a medvac. And she's like, no, no rush. And you're like, but did the other dude just check his pulse? Is that why he's saying he's, we need a medvac? But, like, but he's dead. Is he he's, dead or is he not dead? Like, right, he checked his pulse, right? And, and so we need a like, medvac. Yeah, the, yeah. And I was like, wait, the, the, so no, does he have like a light? Need a medvac. You need a coroner. Or, or, so but I was sitting there thinking, <laughs> well, my, my my mind was like, did he check the pulse and there was a pulse, like somewhat of a pulse? And he was like, well, maybe we can save why this you guy. Need the medvac. Yeah. Or or did they just listen to Allison? She's like, no, he's dead. No, she didn't say that. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, she could have said like directly. She gets the coolest part and the dumbest part. Yeah, exactly. Well. 
And uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting what I was going to say. No, uh, but I ahead. did. I did love the scene after they um, after they kill Patrick uh, with the fire, like he's all burning up and screaming. They yes. run to the creek and they both get under the water and they just go back and forth bobbing up for air. That was a good idea. Again. That was cool. And then good the survival they, idea. They made it. They both Angela Jolie's character, uh, Hannah and Finn Little's Connor, both make it. They walk back to the fire watchtower and. That's it. They get saved. And <sighs> well, so the thing that I felt, and, and I felt like you kind of confirmed it when you were like, I like this movie. And you were telling me like, oh, the, the baby death in the beginning and all that stuff is that I feel like this movie was meant to pull out the heartstrings of people with children. So you, you see a baby death, you see a kid in danger, your, your maternal or paternal instincts kick in. Uh, and, um, and so on and so forth. You know, a pregnant lady is in danger. They pull at that string this whole time. My, and uh, and I feel like it's like, well, if you don't have kids, like... You, I don't even you, feel you like that did anything for so me. Right? I, I just and, uh, enjoyed uh, being... It's just enjoyable. Okay, oh, just... but also the, the first response... Because I feel like this was a... How do I put it? Uh, I, I'm just gonna put it out there unfiltered. I'm sorry, but I felt like this was light core America first responder porn, especially at the beginning, and then like at the end, it's like, look at how everyone helped, right? But literally, they did nothing, and the the firemen don't come in until the fire's done. That's funny like, that you said because I don't think that at all. I thought it was just a, I thought it was just an enjoyable like there was no, nothing underlying to me. I felt like there was no subtlety of what it was trying to say. I feel like it was a very straightforward movie of just this is going to be something about this uh, journey that Angelina Jolie's character has to go through. Like yeah, she which is, finds which herself. Is. She finally is. Oh, they're like oh, you finally got to save one. Like that was yeah yeah and, and, I, that's, one. and that's cool and uh, I am not saying this is movie of the year at no, all nowhere near no. it I am just I saying that you if are. you want to waste an hour and a half or yeah. an hour and forty minutes or whatever it is if you want to just sit and you need something to watch like this you could go worse than this yeah I could I would say that it's not the worst movie I've ever seen but I did. I literally watched this movie as homework. I'm trying like, to think. About 20 minutes in, I was like, what's going on? But, the, you know, there, there, you had uh, Jack, right, played by Aiden Gillen, and he's like, we need two teams. We should have had two teams. Oh, yeah, and the it's whole like, time he's like But you, you had two pros, and one of your obje objectives was a bombing that was already accomplished, and your second task was to take out a dude and a kid. Why not kill the kid at school or or wherever they just didn't and get then, to him fast or, and enough. then kill the guy like but you but like once they were like split up and running right like all, all you know it's like all right cool we've we messed up our opportunity where we could have got him but then it's it's two guys all right dude you take you take the tax guy who always looks so dangerous you know he he's like admittedly not a dangerous dude and then the kid it's just like all right you go get him you get him and it's like no like they didn't want to split up it was only, it, I don't know. I didn't feel like these faceless hitmen really were worth their salt. Well, if see, that's and what there's my, say. I guess my biggest problem with the movie is this. Excuse me. Everything starts in the middle and then it ends like in the middle. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. wait, hold on. Exactly. I still want you to tell me what this big thing was about. Like the kid's about to go on air and, and say what they found. Yes. And, I, and then I'm sitting there the whole time thinking this. 
all of that is hearsay. Like, <laughs> there is no proof whatsoever that this is real. He could yeah. put that on air, and people could be like, oh, well, whatever. But, like, this kid wrote the letter himself. It could have been the whole thing is hearsay unless they have actual proof. And I'm I am only assuming I am only assuming that Arthur Tyler Perry's Arthur's character had someone go and get rid of the proof. Uh yeah, they are supposed to be scrubbing the proof except I am for just like assuming, this guy. So at this point I'm just But like, again, that's twenty percent of the movie that's missing. So yeah, I'm just saying there is missing stuff. It does start and end kind of in a weird place. But I think that the story again, it's another one of those movies where I think uh, I forget which one we watched where we said the same thing, uh, but it's like the movie itself was just this point in time mm-hmm. uh, and not so much um, a full story. I don't know. It was fine. It was Again, not. it's not my like biggest recommendation. It's just, it's free on HBO, well, not free, but it's on HBO Max, and uh, I would not go see this in theaters. It's not worth it. Yeah, I was I was gonna even mention that we need to start having like a little rating system, like uh, whatever. We'll come up with something, but like this one is like a full on time waster. Like I, I felt like this movie was a waste of time, and I uh, and I'm just and I was expecting something way better, uh, especially with the star studded cast that it has. So sure, that's why I, I was kind of annoyed that. that I that I felt this way about a movie with this many awesome like like like. Uh, the recent, uh, like uh, current stars, like current hot sure. stars, you know. Sure. So uh, this that, doesn't. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll tell you this. Uh, I give it up for Nick Holt for playing a bad guy. Uh, yeah. Because he's usually the nice guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'll, I'll give it to him playing the bad guy. He did. He did uh, a fine job. There were the, scenes where I was just like, "Is he good?" Dude, the thing that I didn't like about uh, Nick Holt, and this is more of a production thing than anything, and I feel like it translated uh, to the whole movie, but it was the makeup and the hair, which is why I use, like, the light core (laughs) point thing is because the makeup is weird. It's like everyone has too much makeup on, and all of their hair is, like, weirdly, not perfectly coiffed, weirdly coiffed. Oh, Angela Jolie had way too much makeup. Well, I don't know about... Well, yeah, it was like she was... Everyone was orange. And then on top of that... Because there was fire. Uh, Nicholas Holt, <laughs> the reflecting. No, I mean before the fire, like in the know. beginning of the movie. But uh, Nicholas Holt, he had this weird. He had the. I think even um, uh, uh, Jake Weber, uh, his character Owen. He had. They both had guy liner on, and uh, it's like the, the tax guy's not to be not supposed to be, you know, sullen and sad or anything. He's just an everyday tax guy. Are you sure your and TV's then, calibrated right? Because I did not get the orange tint to people's skins. You saw my TV, and every other movie I've watched has looked normal. And, oh, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't get that. I didn't get that on my TV. Maybe it's like I, the whole army of dead right now where everyone's like, there's a dead pixel on the camera. And I was like, I didn't see a dead pixel in the theater when we saw it. Yeah. But, well, anyways, uh, the other thing uh, was, like, Aiden Gillen's hair. And it's like, it's like you can tell they used curlers to give him this, like, pseudo-James Dean look. He looked really and it's, good. I mean, sure, but it's like, what hitman has that haircut? I would like anyways, to... Anyways, uh, but uh, Nicholas Holt had this weird emo thing going on, is what I was going to say at the very beginning of that rant. And it was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's uh, this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea, obviously. And uh, I'm not going to argue that it's a good film or not. I just thought it was an enjoyable waste of an hour and a half. Um, but yeah. I felt like it was a drudge and of uh, an hour and a half and a waste of time. So for me, it's going to be path, path this up. I'm going to say if you're just bored, watch it. It's fine. <laughs> you know what you should listen to when you're not bored? What's that? Our next sponsor. Welcome back, passengers. We're on to our birthdays and news. So Great. Let, yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's go. Just start it off. May twenty third, we got Drew Carey. Uh, yeah, I still, is he still the current host of Who's I Line? Think still the Who's not? No, 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 not Who's Line. Um, Price is Right. No. Oh, that's right. So sorry. He's on Price is Right. I don't know. I think I feel like they rebooted the Who's Line, and mm-hmm. uh, no one's on it except for one of them. One of them who will never not be. On yeah, it. he'll never not be on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, May twenty fourth. John C. Riley, one of the Step Brothers. Oh, yes, Shake uh, and Bake Baby. I feel like I just watched a movie with him. Oh no, I just watched. It's uh, I think a Showtime space show with him in it, and it's hilarious. Oh, uh, oh are you talking about the? Oh, it's uh, it's not Space Force. It's a uh, it's a uh, some uh, like Moon Base Eight. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's funny because I think that's an A twenty four production. It is. Yeah, and, uh, Daniel and I were poking fun. Like, oh, Dan is gonna love this. <laughs> you know, I just don't have time to watch shows anymore, dude. Like, I'm so behind. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We just it's just what we love to do. Yeah, I wish I I wish I had more time this summer. Whenever I'm off and the kids at daycare and and no school, I'll definitely be watching some stuff I missed out on. Nice, uh, Mr. Tommy Chong. Oh yes, you like Love some this Tommy guy. Oh, of course I do. He's hilarious. I was probably thirteen or fourteen years old when I saw Up in Smoke for the first time, and I still have a love for that movie. Um, I think I was like, uh, I think I was like twelve when I saw it. But that would have been the same time, right about when you saw it. Because Mama Sucker to me gonna tell me how to live. Yeah, Tommy Chong, man, and, and then he also was so good in that '70s show. Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. He was so good in that '70s show. Uh, The legendary Bob Dylan, of course. Yes, Um, we'll never have a singer songwriter like him. Uh, Well, it might be a very long time till we do. Yeah, Um, Doug Jones, man, Doug Jones is that that unsung hero. Like he's in all these movies, and no one ever says that's Doug Jones. Yeah, uh, but man, he was he was uh, Abe Sapien, and uh, he was the actor of Abe Sapien, but he was not the voice of it in the first movie, Hellboy. But the second mm-hmm. Hellboy, he was the voice and the actor because uh, the dude from Frasier, uh, the brother, yeah, like, he, Niles. I can't remember he was his real the first name. voice. He was like, "Why am I doing this when you have Doug Jones, who sounds exactly like me?" Yeah, I, you, you know, you say that, and I'm like, uh, I could have sworn that he was still doing the voice in the second one, but you're right. They do sound a lot alike. But I really liked to know that, because I was a big Frasier fan, that he was the voice in the first one. But he Just he, to know that he was a part of it. But yeah, he wasn't he really necessary, right? Asked them not to put his name in the credits, because he was like, don't put my name in the credits. It's, that's Doug Jones. Yeah, and uh, did you mention Pan's Labyrinth, right? Uh, oh yeah, he was uh, Fauna, the Pale Man, also, and the pale, yeah, but he was both. Yeah, Pale Man, man, the Pale Man. 
It's one of the best creations ever created. Like monster creations, <laughs> like for Guillermo del Toro, is so yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I think that one uh, in like his portfolio or whatever you want to call it, it's just it's one that stands out. Yeah, right in front of everything. But he was also Silver Surfer mm-hmm. in uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer, which is uh, I like the movie, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same. Uh, yeah, I love them. I, I won't uh, ever ask anybody to like restore them no. out of the universe or anything like that. I, but no. I, but yeah, they're not. They're not great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, May twenty fifth, we have Sir Ian McKellen. Oh yes, the first Magneto. The first Magneto, man. Well, just all of the stuff he's played. Uh, Gandalf the Gray. Hmm. Uh, and he's Gandalf in, the White. Yeah, and I think I said this last year, but you know, Aft Pupil, he's the oh God, Aft Pupil, so good. Oh, so good. You got to read that book, man. You got to you got to read the Stephen King novella. It's very short, but it's amazing. I, I finally, I you know what, I need to, and maybe this is a little sponsor. I'm going to email them because they really they they changed my life. But that that app, uh, Speechify, has really helped me out, like pick up on my reading. And so I really think I might add Aft Pupil in there. That's pretty cool. Go go throw throw him a bone and be like, hey, we uh, we've talked about you on the show. Maybe you want to sponsor us. Yeah, and then I am. I'm a learner with disabilities, so uh, that's pretty cool. Like a little life changer. You know, 30 years into my life, I'm finally finding a tool like this that uh, really works for me. And uh, yeah, that'd be really cool. Good tool for a tool. <laughs> <You jerk. laughs> that's good Great um after ian mckellen we have killian murphy another fantastic actor who doesn't get enough credit uh i'm very excited for killian murphy in a quiet place too oh yeah i'm so excited oh, it's gonna be so good i'm so excited for it but uh, also i mean red eye uh yeah. peaky blinders um Batman. He's in all three of the Batman uh, Christopher Nolan trilogy because he plays Scarecrow. Uh, tw- 28 Days Later, right? 28 Days Later. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Killian Murphy's a fantastic actor. Again, Amazing. doesn't get enough credit. That Red Eye movie. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so good. You know, like he was good in Red Eye. I don't know if I liked Red Eye, but he was good in it. Oh, I loved it. I remember loving it's, it when we saw it. I think we saw it in theaters. We saw it in theaters, but I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember if I liked it or not. I've got to watch it again. I believe we loved it. I think I wasn't a huge fan of Ray- Rachel McAdams at the time. Yeah, it wasn't some. It wasn't Killian Murphy. I like her now. Yeah, but she, I, at the time, I don't know what was my problem. I Did think he, we were just so used to seeing her in another trope. Maybe it was like uh, Mean Girls time. just ruined it for me. I don't know. And, and like the Notebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Notebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Myers, the always funny Mike Myers. Oh, uh, the legend. Uh, I really love him in Bohemian Rhapsody. He's so, so, so in amazing in that movie. And his throwback I'm probably repeating to, a whole bunch of things I said last year. But. His throwback to Wayne's World. And yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I can't wait no for the next... No one will ever know the name Queen. No one will ever... Uh, what does he say? No one ever will head bob in their car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to head bang to be. Yeah, head bang, yeah. Um, but Mike Myers, I'm looking forward to seeing him make like a little bit of comeback, maybe. I, I believe that Austin Powers 4 is happening and... I'll give, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, I definitely give him the benefit of the doubt, uh, but at the very least, it won't be Anchorman 2. 
you know like I it's not, not gonna it'll be way better than that also, so which i love as long as they're not milking the teat that's all i ask they maybe, have something good maybe we can get something on the you know just like the original trilogy like they'll yeah it won't be as politically correct and maybe that's kind of what we need it is what we need i mean it's exhausting i mean yeah. don't get me wrong there are some things that are absolutely issues that we need to to fix our uh, perspectives on and that's great but there are some things that it's just like hey that was just a joke yeah i no, need but, i need something yeah. like oh uh, well uh, i felt like army of darkness wasn't politically correct and i enjoyed that army uh, army, army of the dead the dead cool cool yeah Sorry, I, army I of the too. or army of yeah it's hard to remember <laughs> jamie <laughs> kennedy up next yes jamie oh kennedy. man uh malibu's most wanted one scream. of my favorite parts of scream Yes, exactly. He was uh, nerdy like us. Exactly. Uh, and apparently he was in, like, commercials as a kid. I forget which one. But, yeah. I just, uh, you know, and it's funny. Oh, the Jimmy Kennedy Experience. Wasn't that a show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was fun. That was a fun one. After Jimmy Kennedy, we have Ethan Suppley. I put him in here because, uh, you know, we grew up with him. Boy Meets World. And Mall you Rats. love his podcast, right? His podcast is good. American Glutton, you know, kind of. Uh, seeing him go from the really fat dude, like 500 and something pounds, yes. all the way down to being a muscle dude. Like, he's, mm. like, jacked now. And he gets asked to play uh, military roles now instead of That's amazing. the fat friend. He's now, like, uh, I think he was in Zero Dark Thirty, you know? Like... That's some oh, cool man. stuff right there. To yeah. Be like, this military I don't think guy. I recognized him the no, first time I saw that. And you wouldn't. And, you wouldn't. Yeah. It, it just wouldn't be something. He's just, he's jacked. He looks but different. But it's funny because I see him on like his Instagram and I'm like, oh, that's him. That's Ethan Sinclair. Yeah. But like in the role, you know, he's moving around or whatever. Maybe I just, or I just wasn't paying attention. Maybe. maybe yeah. I don't know. Um, May 26th, Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, we do love, I, I love Helena Bonham Carter. My first uh, Fight Club. Fight exactly. Club was my first Helena Bonham Carter film. Yeah, and then uh, then she followed Tim Burton around for a while until they got divorced. Uh, when did they get divorced? Uh, before Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, because she wasn't okay. the main actress anymore. Hmm. She, she would have been great in that role, but they picked the uh, I can't remember her name right now. She was from uh, either Quantum of Solace or oh, okay, or the first one, Casino Royale. That was um, the first domino. You're like, you're not making me the leading lady, like. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding uh stevie nicks man one of my favorite uh singers i'm so glad she's still alive yeah <laughs> not and, saying she's and, old and she's not <laughs> old she's older but she's not old i really love still stevie contributing nicks. to pop culture too yeah oh man she was so good in uh in in um american horror story yes. coven yes just a little because they talk about her throughout the whole thing that she's a witch and then all of a sudden she pops up as a witch and i was so excited and they've been using her in the soundtrack right like oh yeah yeah well uh rhiannon is a is about a about a coven apparently that's awesome so um maybe not rhiannon i love rhiannon that's one of my favorite songs of hers i can't think of the other song anyway she's supposed to be like wiccan or something like that so nice uh Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> I love that guy so much. I liked his stand-up when, uh, like, in Comedy Central, I believe. Oh, yeah. uh, I used to like that. And then Police Academy was, he's hilarious. Just just this hilarious, nervous klutz. Yeah. And, uh, but he's 
uh, like a little vengeful or he's whatever. Just a really, he's, he's hilarious. He's a fun character to have in movies back in the 80s. Like he was just a... Yes. You think I am not like this? <laughs> that was actually perfect. And uh, then Scrooge, you know, uh, like he's the guy that gets fired on Christmas. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he's just like getting kicked around by the whole world. And then he, just, he gets a bottle of booze and a shotgun. And then he makes it makes That's right. Up. <laughs> That's right. Man, I do love uh, and he's, a, he's a director now. So he directs a few things. So it's, it's kind of cool that he's still around doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after him, we have Matt Stone, the co-creator of South Park. Yeah. And then um, movies like Orgasmo. Uh, what's the uh, basketball? Yes, he's Reamer, right? In in basketball. Yes, and then in uh, in Orgasmo, he's the. <laughs> I don't want to sound gay. I don't want to sound queer or nothing. He's but... the boom guy, right? He's like a really he's... nice butt. Yeah. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, Matt Stone was funny. Uh, yeah. Not was, is, I guess. But the, the newer South Parks that we watched, the one I had you watch, were pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, those were funny. The um, pandemic special, right? Yeah, the uh, pandemic special and the uh, quarantine special. Yeah. Um, May 27th, we have Joseph Fiennes, brother of Ra- Rafe Fiennes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christopher Lee, rest in peace. He was, uh, he was the... Man, I'm going to tell you this now. Lord of the Rings isn't my favorite, so I'm not going to remember everyone's names. I can't remember his name. He was the other wizard who turned bad. Right, right. Uh, Saruman? Saruman? Uh, I think you're right. Saruman. Yeah. Was he the bad? I can't remember. What's the giant giant eye's name was like? Uh, Sauron. Sauron? Sauron? But yeah, he's Saruman. That's for sure. Nerds, I'm looking at it right now. That is. Listen to me. I kind of remember things of the movies, but they're not my favorites, and I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, and plus, it's just been a while now. The trees Um, walk. The trees walk. Everyone walks in those movies. But I think my favorite role of his. uh, You know what? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. I believe that's a totally different actor. I was going to say Ninth Gate, but that's not him. I don't believe that's him. Well, mine's Dooku. I like him as Dooku. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He was in Sleepy Hollow, so I got to give him props for that. And I believe, did he do some old school horror films back in the day? Uh, I think so. Actually, he might have been. Was he Dracula? I I was going to say, I believe he was Dracula. Yeah. Was he Dracula? I think he was. Yes, he was. I think he was. I don't don't even want to look at the list because I feel bad for having to. I feel Ooh, like that, I still haven't seen the Howlings. I really want to watch them. I heard the those were good. Part yeah. Two. yeah, and Jamie Kennedy talks about them in Scream for a second. So gotta watch I, the pop I gotta, culture. I gotta films. watch it exactly. Uh, Dracula I, and Son in 1976. And I thought he played Dracula at some point. Yeah. Uh, okay. After Christopher Lee, we have Paul Bettany, who is the Vision. The Vision from Vision and. No, I know, I know. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm still. Uh, I'm like, was he in Ninth Gate? <laughs> <laughs> you're still looking up the... yeah. <laughs> anyway i'm keeping i'm going paul bettany as vision is great i really liked uh vision wandavision so excited that he's going to continue playing the vision oh yeah i, I mean who else could i, I mean no, he's, I was like i mean he's young he's amazing i mean unless he pulls uh edward norton is and is like uh give me as much money as the movie costs at least he doesn't have to have he's gonna be here forever and nobody wants him to go he doesn't have to have his shirt off the whole time whereas uh batista's has to have his shirt off the whole time and that's why he's quitting playing drax so 
Oh, but you give him a shirt. Somebody give that guy a shirt. Give him a shirt. <laughs> the guy wants a shirt. And now he's not living on his war planet or whatever. The next, <laughs> the next few movies, uh, they can say he's there, but he's standing really still so no one can see him. <laughs> he's mastered the art. He's mastered it. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt up next, of course. Uh, like, Is it 300 Days of Summer or 500 Days of, 500 days of Summer? I think it's five. Five, yeah. I really like that movie. Uh, but I don't also, have you know, to remember the name, but yeah, that's so just bad. I'm just having, one of those days. <laughs> just having one of those days. Uh, but also, uh, he was Robin in The Dark Knight Rises. Yes, and uh, he's in 50 50. I oh, think that's man. one of my favorite movies of his. 50 50, so good. Yeah. So I mean, good. he was in a huge movie like Inception and whatnot. Oh, and that's then, right, Inception. And, and, and Looper. I, I, love, oh, yeah, I Looper. love Looper. That's probably, actually, that might be my absolute favorite movie role of his, especially because he's a young... Um, Bruce Willis. Yes, thank you. I was going to say, I, Bruce, and I saw a picture of Bruce Lee, and I'm just like, that's not, it's right here, a picture of Bruce Lee, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. No, you're messing me up, Bruce Lee, sorry. But also, but 30, yeah. 30 Rock from the Sun. 30, 30, third rock, third rock from the third sun, rock. 30 rock from 30. the sun. I, dude, seriously, I spent half of my teen years calling the that show 30 rock from the sun. 30 rock from I the did. sun. <laughs> third rock from the sun, yes. Um, May 28th, Carrie Mulligan, who just uh, was nominated for a, an Oscar for doing Promising Young Woman. She did not get it, but Ooh, ah. I do need to watch Promising Young Woman, but also she was in like Doubt. Um, is it doubt or shame? I can't remember. Um, she's done so many things. Driver, the one about nuns, right? Uh, yeah, the one about Catholicism. I think it's Catholicism. No, I don't think it was doubt. I think it was shame. No, there is a shame. Shame. It was shame. Sorry. You, yeah, 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 it was shame. It was one of those one words where it was like a negative word. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she's also she was in Drive, with uh, huh. where where uh, what's his face, um, dude from from. Why can't I think of his name? Go- uh, Gosling, Ryan Gosling. Ryan, yeah. Where Ryan Gosling beats that dude's face in with a hammer. Oh, such a good movie, actually. That was a fantastic movie. Um, and then I uh, love interesting Great Gatsby. Oh, that's right. That's right. She was Great Gatsby. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Kylie Minogue up next. Um, I just can't get her out of my head after <laughs> all this time. I just... It always cracks me up to realize that she was the love in, one of the love interests in uh, Biodome. That's right. Yeah. Wait a minute. She was the redhead in Biodome. What? Oh, excuse me, of of the Biodome Five. Excuse me, I thought you meant their actual girlfriends outside no, for a second. No, the one he was trying to and hook up with right, all the yeah, time. The lab, in the... One of the researchers, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Now I'm with you. Yes, yes, totally. Yeah. And I believe that was where I first... Uh, began my crush on Kylie Minogue, but uh, then she came and had her hit like what in like the year two thousand or something like that. God, I could I couldn't tell you with that song that I was just trying yeah. to sing. But yeah. After Kylie Minogue, we have Jesse Bradford, who uh, was in what is it, Bring It On? Yeah, yeah, Bring It On. What were the three uh, movies we talked about? We Bring It On, Swim Fan, Swim and Clock Fan. Stoppers. Yes, yes, Those exactly. are the three I remember him in. Uh, another one that I thought would be bigger than he got, and then he just stopped doing stuff. Maybe it was just yeah. that teen heartthrob. I, I definitely, but I totally think he's one of those guys that, like, especially once he gets older, uh, like, you know, he'll just he'll just have like a presence unless he's just done with acting. He'll have like just one of those aesthetics that it would be great to have him back. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, but yeah, he was in Hackers, which I got to mention. I love that movie. Angelina Jolie. Exactly. Yeah. Still, still, when I still loved Angel, Angelina Jolie uh, movies, the, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, pre, pre Laura Croft. May 29th, we have Annette Benning, who, of course, uh, you'll know from American Beauty. She was yes. the, the wife who was cheating on her husband. Carolyn, yeah. Um, but also, she was recently in Captain Marvel as the Supreme Intelligence. Oh, so cool. Slash Dr. Wendy Williams, I believe. Mm-hmm. Wendy she- Lawson. <laughs> Wendy Lawson. But of course, Annette Benning's been around for... All, you know, since the eighties. So oh, I forgot she was in Richard the Third. I forgot she was in Mars Attacks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Good job. Thanks. I do like uh, I like some Tim Burton. That's one of my. Oh, who doesn't? Tim Burton. Speaking of Tim Burton, we have Danny Elfman up next. Hey, yeah, who is like Tim Burton's main composer for movies. Exactly. I was just listening to uh, another podcast that we were talking. It was like Batman Returns, and so I just listened to like a two or three hour podcast about that movie. And he's just so amazing, Danny Elfman. Gave us some of the best scores ever. Oh, Men in Black. Uh, of course, all Tim Burton stuff, Beetlejuice. You know, all that. It's like, it's all fantastic. They still use, the, if you go to Six Flags and you go on the Batman ride, yep. you're listening to Danny Elfman's soundtrack. Yep. And they, I think on Mr. Freeze too, right? Uh, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, and, and of course, uh, I may have brought this up last year, but I do love that he is from Oingo Boingo, and <laughs> Tim Burton had went and saw Oingo Boingo play, and afterwards came up to him and said, hey, I'm doing this movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, do you think you could do it? And it just happened that he could, and he did. And yeah, it's like what he wanted to do, right? No, he didn't. He had no no previous aspirations to do that. He just wanted oh. to be Oingo Boingo. But like I read, cause I got really into Oingo Boingo for a little while. And I was reading all about what Danny Elfman was all about. Like all this stuff. He, like he came from a family of weird musicians. Mm-hmm. And so it was really cool that he just kind of, he was always doing these weird things. So go listen to some Oingo Boingo and you'd be like, man, he's doing some things that they weren't doing back then so it's, it's oh, cool man and you got to mention like beetlejuice and obviously still in the tim burton uh realm right there but uh, uh dick tracy and mission impossible it's just so so great yeah, i mean he's he's, he's he, one of my favorite composers danny elfman is just uh, amazing and doesn't make anything that's unlistenable right uh happy birthday to our celebrities yes uh happy birthday to all of our celebrities for whom if we <laughs> you couldn't think of your catch line it's your phrase man <laughs> so i was still trying to so i had a tab from earlier somebody uh to remind me and i had it at the end and i'm like do we have one more celebrity and uh, <laughs> but it was from earlier in the list oh. so sorry so i was like what but oh we're ending so sorry about that but yeah <laughs> happy birthday to all our celebrities for if you did not do what you do we could not do what we do so thank you exactly <laughs> Let's move on to some news. It's, like, yeah, it's again that. another light news week. Uh, you know, not a lot's happening right now. Everyone's just kind of kicking back into like movies being back in theaters and stuff. So, um, Alexandre Aha did Crawl. We liked Crawl. We watched Crawl and we enjoyed it. It was, yeah. you can go listen to it back in season one or earlier mm-hmm. season two. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had been wanting to watch that for a long time and finally got to watch it. I was happy. So, they're making a sequel, they're making Crawl 2. 
And nice. he's saying that he's going to leave Haley's story behind and tell a new story oh, with new characters. Yay. I love that. Yes. You don't have to keep up with Haley. No, her story's I done. I don't need her to go be attacked by alligators again. Again, I love the building of universes. Yes. That's my favorite thing. So bring, I'm so happy. Bring a new person in. And maybe, then maybe even a new... if you want to maybe bring those two things together. Sure. Great. Like... You know, it'd be kind of cool if maybe it wasn't crocodiles or alligators this time. Maybe this time it's like uh, Gila monsters. I don't know. Or, or then <laughs> this this might be a great movie again. Where the, the you know uh, you know because I'm kind of tired of it in some ways because I hate when uh, you know like like in Godzilla right and they make it where the people are the monsters and it's like we came to see Godzilla dude, but um, in this one the, you really could go where the people are the real monsters. And, uh, you know, trying to get out of a flooded area. People are looting and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, that would be great. Uh, I would just like there, to there see... could be other creatures, too. I'd like to see, give me a different story. It doesn't need to be like a hurricane. It could be like a totally different spot. I, Maybe I this one. crawl, it does have to be a creature, right? Maybe this one is like, yeah. Maybe this one is about, like, people, uh, they're stealing stuff. And they're trying to get through this sewer or something you know and it could be something else attacking them or it could be you know whatever it could be yeah yeah like you like uh, they're, they're pulling off a heist and then more alligators yeah. or whatever yeah. animal you want or, or maybe a bunch it, of snakes. Maybe, maybe it's the same setting maybe so it's, it's during the same hurricane in florida yeah exactly but it's someone else going through something else it, it's like snakes on a plane but instead of an airplane it's you know it's land like snakes a terrestrial a plane yeah <laughs> snakes why do they have on to a be plateau. snakes <laughs> um john boyega who played finn in star wars and joe cornish yeah. who directed attack the block uh just announced that they are doing attack the block 2 and john boyega is coming back to star i don't know if you ever saw attack the i block. didn't see that yeah no, it's a, a british alien invasion film Ooh, yeah i'm in yeah when did that come out years ago it was like okay. John, one of John Boyega's first Attack films. Attack the Block. I got to check block. it out. Yeah, you should. It's good. Henry Cavill is in talks to be Connor McLeod in Highlander remake. But, um, there can only be one. There can only be one. It's, it's going to be <laughs> it's Lord Raiden. Yeah. So yeah. Christopher. <laughs> ah. Well, we know his first name. My yeah, first name Christmas. bases with Raiden. That's great. Uh. <laughs> gotta be uh, but he's gonna uh, zap uh, in and raid the style and be like enough and then like laugh at you combat yeah uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson has been cast as crypto the super dog in the movie super dogs from DC okay I'm still not sure if it's animated or not but uh, uh, I would so, imagine if he's cast as a dog I <laughs> well, it's, what it's I mean animated. is he's the voice, but I don't know if it's like a they're trying to make it look realistic or if they're trying to go cartoony. Oh, so I, I hope that they distinguish that, right? So is Lion King, you know, that new Lion King, is that considered animated? It's considered live action, actually. That's what I would think. So I would think it'd be cartoony. But I obviously this don't. One. I don't know if it's one I'll see or not. It depends on if the trailers yeah, do something I, for probably. me. Yeah, exactly. It had to be really funny for me to want to go see it. Yeah, it had to be kind of tongue-in-cheek, because come on, man, I don't care about Crypto the Superdog or Ace the Bat Dog or any of that. I mean, like, I care because yeah. it's fun in the comics, but yeah. I don't care about their own adventures. 
Like, yeah. I think there was an episode of uh, The Adventures of Superman where it was all based around his dog, and I was like, cool story, bro. Yeah, pulling the Godzilla on us. All right, so we talked about Killian Murphy in A Quiet Place, and now we're excited for Well, The Quiet Place 2 is getting good early reviews. And, uh, like, even Neil Patrick Harris said that his daughter it gave her nightmares. Ooh, that's always great. I'm excited, man, because like, that first I, one... Like, that first one's awesome. It's amazing, yeah. And I don't mean to be like, ooh, I'm so glad your child had nightmares. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the fact that it can warrant that kind of a response is, is a great measure, yes. uh, a great litmus test. I'm excited to see it. I, I do want to see it in theaters. Maybe that'll be my next uh, theater go. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then um, last but certainly not least, AT&T is doing this huge merging of Warner Media with Discovery. Whoa. So uh I heard it here first. Yeah, it is it definitely <laughs> has been everywhere. Uh you don't look at movie news and stuff, but um do ATT merging with Warner Media and, and Discovery, that's our HBO Max is gonna be like HBO with Discovery or Discovery Max or something. So you'll have all of the Discovery shows, which are fantastic. Uh I have Discovery Plus, I got it for free for a year from ATT and I love it. Awesome. So now it'll be in one place and they'll maybe be able to beat uh netflix or someone to be paramount maybe yeah i need to check out paramount i need really need to check it out i've I've been wanting to 4.99 it may not be a bad thing i think i'm gonna sign up today what really makes me upset though is that there's all these it's like peacock paramount plus like yeah man that's the reason, I mean, I know this was is supposed to happen. When people were cutting the cord, everyone was like, well, once you everyone cuts the cord, it's going to be paying for individual things. And, that's and you might as well have paid for cable. We talked about this like 10, 20 years ago. Look, when all this started. <laughs> I don't care because cable is all live stuff. I love having stuff at my fingertips that's not live. Yeah. Because I'm probably never going to watch it live. So. Yeah, exactly. That was my thing is I only watched HBO on direct tv and uh the fam is paying like hundreds of dollars for it yeah and it's like i don't watch any of the live stuff i go and i mean i mean i watch a movie as it's live because that's the only time yeah before tivo that i could but it was like oh like you know i'm home from work and i'm only gonna watch what i can watch or school rather and i'm only gonna watch what i have time for during these slots but now streaming makes that way more yeah, you can watch anything you want anytime open. i like yeah. that well, I guess, you know, I pick and choose. I don't really care that much about Peacock. Uh, but, like, maybe Paramount Plus sounds really cool because of the stuff they yeah. have. Plus, I, I really want to see that new Rugrats series. Yeah, I don't really know anything about Peacock. What's on there? Peacock's NBC. Uh, oh, okay. So anything NBC. So I mean, like I'm missing 30, 30 out on, like, Rock. Parks and Rec and The Office. Yeah, but we've seen those. And they were on Netflix forever. And I'll probably end up buying them some point on Blu-ray or whatever. But Yeah. Anyway... You know what the people should do now? What's that? Listen to our next sponsor. Yay! Hey, Danny, today's sponsor is Forest Forest Forensic Files, Inc. Forest Forest Forensic Files, Inc. is such a cool company, but very niche. Yeah, if a crime happens in a wooded area, Forrest and his employees will come out and figure out what happens. That is a very cool job, and just for our passengers, he's holding a class for anyone interested in getting into the wood forensics game. Just call him up and tell him Pop Culture Elevator sent you, then you'll be signed up. Thanks, Forrest Forrest Forensic Files, Inc. Yay! 
All right, passengers, you know what time it is. It's time for the uncut portion of our show, The Elevator Pitch, in which Danny will have 30 seconds to convince a movie executive about a movie idea based off of three random words given to us by our random word generator. Danny, are you ready to take a ride? As ready as I'll ever be. All right, your three words are bus station, tornado, and fault, like a fault line or it's your okay. fault. My movie is called Busnado. <laughs> you have to turn the volume down. <laughs> Busnado, man. This is a tornado that has gone through a bus station and picked up all of the buses. And the tornado doesn't quit, man. It's going, going, going. And so those those buses are flying and every so often the buses will fly at people and explode and it doesn't get real good until they hit the fault line which also triggers a bus quake it's like a it's like an earthquake and a bus nato mixed together and it's just a disaster film man and people are just freaking out because buses are flying everywhere uh the dude there's gonna be like one bus where a dude's been stuck inside the bus so he like takes the seats out and turns them into wings and he's able to fly the bus out <laughs> using momentum and the wings. Oh my God. That's my movie. It's sci-fi, man. <laughs> Dude, I've been laughing ever since you said bus NATO. <laughs> I, my face has changed colors since you started this movie. I was trying to laugh the whole time. I was covering my mouth. My face was like beet red. I think it's back to normal now, but it's, <laughs> Oh, listen, listen, I even have, I even have, I know exactly who's going to be oh, the guy God. that's on the bus that crafts everything into like a bus flight. It's Keanu Reeves. Ah, oh, I love it. It's going to be a cameo. It. Like, it's not going to be a big deal. It's just going to be Keanu Reeves <laughs> doing like a random, like, oh, he was on the bus. He like was asleep when he got picked up. <laughs> and then he's like, how do I get out of this? So he like builds wings. It's like, it's like a five, 10 minute piece of the movie. You know, it's just one part. But Keanu Reeves is going to play it as like a speed it's, reference. Yeah, he's just going to be like, oh, we're at a flying bus. Pop quiz, Hotshot, what do you do? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll get The Rock to star in this one as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, he could voice the bus. Could <laughs> the bus doesn't talk. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's voicing the tornado. Oh, okay. No, it's just, it's just The Rock going... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always I, I would picture a tornado having more of a job of the hood voice, like because <laughs> no, it's just it's just the rock doing the sound of a tornado. Choo choo. People say it sounds like a train. <laughs> there we go, folks. Uh, that's our first big hit movie right there. I love it. Pop culture elevator presents Bus NATO. <laughs> Featuring the rock. You already made Clown NATO. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, they made Clown NATO. Oh my god. Clowns I can't believe that's a thing. Dude, they make everything. It's like giant octopus versus mega shark. Wow. Wow. What will they make next? Plus NATO. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> <laughs> We enjoy this. Yeah, this I is, do. I really do. It's fun. I love that. And just you couldn't handle that. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. You didn't I'm see it coming. You <laughs> no. didn't see it coming. As soon as as soon as you said the words, I was like, I already know what it is. I was like, oh, you might be able to make 
called the rest disaster rama out of this and you went for it you really went for it three sheets to the wind there oh man all right passengers so uh if you want to come in here and uh if you don't want to review a film with us and you just want to do an elevator pitch totally please do if you and a friend want to do an elevator pitch that you record with each other and then send it to us you know where you can find us yeah just send a clip like a voice memo email it yeah we'll put it on there and also you know and I'm not saying you gotta, but if you really like us, if you go on to Anchor and you find us on there, we do have a uh, a donate button. You can come in there and donate some money so we can watch some movies, uh, some more movies. Not saying that we, we won't watch movies without it, but, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt. We'll, we'll give you a little shout out as well. Yeah, or will you, uh, you know, buy some concession food with it? You know, it's always going up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> In price. Hey, oh, that's how the, cool, that's how the but... theaters make their money. But you know what would be better instead of emailing, we just use our, because uh, we're terrible with our pages, like uh, Instagram, do it on the story, or put that, it on the feed, dude. Or even Anchor, go to Anchor again, and you can leave us yeah. voicemail messages. Oh. So see. you can voicemail in, and we'll just put you right in. It'll be a clip. We just go, floop, and we put you in, and you can come on there and, and, and uh, talk. Or, hey, any questions, any voice questions, just you know, go on the Anchor app and or the Anchor website. I think it's, uh, I believe it is anchor.fm. Go to anchor.fm, look up Pop Culture Elevator. You'll find us there. Leave us a little voice memo. Leave us a little, hey guys, we really enjoy you. Maybe we'll have a question section. You could be yeah. like, hey, here's our question for you. Mark, do you like long walks on the beach? No? <laughs> not, not long, medium walks on the beach. <laughs> medium walks on the beach. It's a little hard to walk in the sand every soon. You're just like, I got to yeah. walk over there by the water. I don't... My calves are a little tired. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.